Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. We have Pastor Geshom sharing God's word with us today as we continue our Advent series. He encourages us to stay expectant for God's will and to wait on him despite every challenge or disappointment that comes our way. This expectation is guaranteed to bring heaven to earth in your life. Hi church, it's such a joy and a privilege to be bringing God's word to you. Even as we've been looking through this entire series when heaven met earth, we've come to the third part of the series. And uh, as we are in this advent season, as we are just a few weeks away before Christmas, you know the lead up is towards Christmas and I strongly believe God wants to work in and through us so that uh, even uh, on the day of Christmas I believe he wants us to have the hope the joy the salvation that he is in our lives and today uh, even as we go into the third part I just want to recap what we've seen in the first part and the second part we saw in the first part that Jesus is the only way there's no other way apart from Jesus he was the only solution to bring salvation to this earth and so he came down as a redeemer he is Emmanuel he is God with us we saw the following week uh, on obedience how when we obey we bring heaven down to earth and i believe that you know it's as much as it's tough i believe it's rewarding i believe you know as much as it's uh, tough to uh, do sometimes what god's asking us to do it pleases him as much as it pleases him it invites the holy spirit into the mix and when he is invited into that mix and when he starts working he starts blessing all the work that we undertake and the third part today we're going to see what it is to bring heaven down to earth and it requires us to have godly expectation i know a lot of us can like cringe or take a step back when we hear this word expectation because a lot of times we've heard it from people who love us who care about us they say you know i have this kind of an expectation of you and sometimes we strive hard to live up to the expectations of the people around us the friends that we have uh, our spouses and you know our family members and sometimes we kind of crumble under that pressure and today i want us to have a clear distinction between uh, what it is to have our own human expectations of ourselves of others and what does god want you know god has a certain kind of expectation when we decide to follow him he has a godly expectation of us and when we have that godly expectations we see things differently we don't see things the way we are meant to see with our earthly eyes with our uh, finite eyes and i just want to you know kind of like draw our attention to the meaning of expectation uh, the meaning of expectation is the feeling that good things are going to happen in the future all of us have some kind of expectations at the end of this something will turn out right you know when the pandemic hit a lot of them were really discouraged they thought they started the year strong 2020 was you know probably the most spoken about uh, you know uh, of that year for many of us who grew in the 90s a lot of them was really talking big about 2020 by 2020 this will happen by 2020 you know these great things will happen in the christian world in the world in general there were a lot of expectations but we all succumbed to this pandemic and you know suddenly there was no kind of expectations you know suddenly there were expectations for us to look at uh, you know number of people were dying the world was caving in with grief but what kind of expectation are we required to have when we are christ followers what does that godly expectation look like 
you know um every time we have an expectation there's a sense of anticipation every time we have expectation there's a sense of assurance a sense of anticipation is you know uh, a lot of times you know we kind of like as parents we uh, tell our kids you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that i didn't expect this of you and that's more of a anticipation you know we, at the back of our head we know that they are kids because we were kids we goofed up we did things wrong we didn't listen you know we uh, touched things which we wouldn't shouldn't have touched and there's that a sense of uh, anticipation where you know okay things might go wrong you know or things may not turn out the way it has to turn out we have another sense of assurance if i had to ask you today a lot of us especially in the indian context you know we uh, book uh, fixed deposits or we put recurring deposits there is a sum that's assured we know at the end of it there's an assurance of so much that's going to come and we expect it okay 15 years from now this is going to mature and i'm going to get that there's an assurance but in our earthly walk you'll soon realize you know sometimes the expectation that we've had on our spouse or sometimes the expectation we've had on our parents sometimes the expectation we've had on our friends all begin to crumble and i and, and the more closely you look at it we'll soon realize man's selfish nature man's jealous nature man's you know just the inherent bad nature of man starts coming out sometimes we are blinded we want things done our way and our selfishness kind of like you know sets uh, a wrong precedent and we automatically see a lot of things is crumbling before us and today i want to talk to each and every one of you who've been set aside who've actually been burnt who've actually been you know going through a tough time because of the expectations you had set on people you cared about and they had let you down god's there for you god wants to journey with you god wants to restore you but even as you journey on god wants you to start seeing things through his eyes god wants you to have this godly expectation and you know that it's a beautiful way in which we can live life when we start looking through the lens of god and through the way god wants us to see you know in the story of advent jesus came down to earth you know all of us know that when but when he came down to earth he didn't come as a king he didn't come as uh, this um, you know this um, mighty general to save israel israel was waiting for that in fact israel is still waiting for that they are waiting for someone who can you know literally save them but when he came as the son of david when he came as the messiah when he came as a baby that was born there was something that shifted entirely a godly expectation was getting fulfilled here on this earth and i want us to take uh, some time to go through some scriptures which are beyond which was during the time when Jesus was ministering just to set some context so that at the end of this when we start to live out our monday to saturday we'll be living with godly expectation so that at the end of it we'll see god move we'll see god do his work and at the end of the journey we'll be able to give glory to god so can we just take some time now to read from luke chapter 5 it goes on to say in verses 27 to 32 later as jesus left the town he saw a tax collector named levi sitting at his tax collector's booth follow me and be my disciple jesus said to him so levi got up left everything and followed him later levi held a banquet in his home with jesus as the guest of honor many of levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with them but the pharisees and their teachers of religious laws complained bitterly to jesus disciples why do you eat and drink with such scum 
Jesus answered them, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. The person Levi here is Matthew and he was a tax collector. I love when it says in verse 28, so Levi got up, left everything and followed him. You know, last week we heard about obedience and what better way to explain obedience right here in just three steps. So Levi got up, he left everything and followed him. That's what the effect of Jesus is like that. You know, the, the minute Jesus comes in, you just want to follow him. And look at here, and Matthew goes on here to throw a banquet for his friends. And Jesus says this profound statement, which changes what the people of Israel were expecting of a savior. He goes on to say, I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners and need to repent. Not those who think, but those who know. You know, today when we decide to follow Jesus, we come to this place of understanding and a place where we really want God's forgiveness because we know we are sinners, not because we think we are sinners. It comes to this place. You know, you don't go to a doctor because you think you are sick. You go to a doctor because you know you are sick. You don't go, you know, uh, to a supermarket. I mean, a lot of us go to the supermarket thinking we want to buy something, but we end up buying different other things. But a lot of times when we hurry in to buy, we know we lack. There's no salt. There's no rice. We go in, we pick those up and we come out. There's a huge difference between think and know. Do you know who Jesus is for you? Do you really think you need Jesus or do you know you need Jesus? Do you think you need a redeemer? Or do you know you need a redeemer? Because the minute we come to this place of understanding, our desperation levels will change. And so today, do you want godly expectation or do you think you want godly expectation? Do you know you want godly expectation? Because today, it's a sense of desperation. Because today, we all have expectations over people, as I mentioned earlier. But within a year, within two years, you see all of that crumbling down. Because we put undue pressure, we put undue, you know, uh, restrictions and limitations and there are so many other things which revolve around it. Today, God wants us to meet with him and have this godly expectation. You know, this godly expectation uh, is actually resident in each and every one of us for most of the time till Jesus encounters us. It's this yearning. It's this thing that we are longing for. You know, I love what the meaning of yearning is. It says having an intense feeling of longing for something, typically something that one has lost or been separated from. You know, why did Matthew actually, when Jesus came, left everything and decided to follow him? There was something that was in him that was really empty. And when that met with God's expectation, when that kind of like just merged with him, when Jesus came, everything else changed. You know, the guy invites every one of his friends to meet with this savior, to know who he is and what he is. It just seems like a very small encounter there. But I believe a lot of us are in this place where we are having this yearning, something that we've tried everything else around. We even probably are coming to church, you know, week after week, month after month, or probably even year after year. We are able to worship, we are able to do everything. Yet, we still have a yearning which only God can fulfill. And I love 
what his word does in and through our lives it starts working in and through our lives it the more we start depending on god the more we start reading his word he opens our eyes to see in godly expectation so today we are going to be looking at two important characters which are part of the advent series and i strongly feel that even as we meditate on their lives even as we are doing this towards the end of the year it's never too late and i believe that even as we enter 2022 god wants us to have this godly expectation into our new year so that we'll be able to do all that he's called us to do we'll be able to be who he's called us to be and we'll be able to be that shining light in this hurting world and so even today as we go there are three things which i want to highlight with regard to godly expectation so the first thing i want to say is with godly expectation we posture ourselves to wait for god's will to come through we posture ourselves to wait for god's will to come through it would have been easy it would have been a better place if you know there was godly expectation and things just happened immediately you know what if our, we know our god is a miracle worker if he can just do it that very second if you know we know our god is uh, you know a deliverer if he can just do it that second but a godly expectation requires us to posture ourselves so that we'll be able to wait for god's will to come through into our lives can we read from luke chapter 2 which goes on to say verse 25 now there was a man in jerusalem called simeon who was righteous and devout he was waiting for the consolation of israel and the holy spirit was on him it had been revealed to him by the holy spirit that he would not die before he had seen the lord's messiah we see that simeon was a devout man he was god honoring he was you know in fact listening to the holy spirit even when reading verse 26 it goes on to say the holy spirit had told him he will not die till he sees the lord's messiah there was a clear expectation of what god had had over his life and he was willing to walk in that he was willing to do all that god had called him to do and the key word i have underlined here in verse 25 is he was waiting for the consolation of israel in fact when you read in the passion translation it goes on to say it says as they came to the temple to fulfill this is uh, joseph and mary this requirement an elderly man was there waiting a resident of jerusalem whose name was simeon he was a very good man a lover of god who kept himself pure and the spirit of holiness rested upon him simeon believed in the imminent appearing of the one called the refreshing of israel for the holy spirit had revealed to him that he would not see death before he saw the messiah the anointed one of god you know the greek word for this particular phrase he was waiting is called prosdekomenos and even as we uh, you know see the same word the same word ag- comes again later in mark 15 when Jesus is crucified and when Jesus body has to be taken and buried we see Joseph of Arimathea in verse Mark 15 verse 43 which goes on to say Joseph of Arimathea a prominent member of the council who was himself waiting for the kingdom of God went boldly to Pilate and asked for Jesus's body godly expectation postures us to wait the reason why i've written the word posture is waiting requires a certain kind of posture you know uh, a lot of us are busy a lot of us struggle to wait i don't know how many of you uh, i sometimes struggle to wait in a traffic signal that's me being really honest or uh, you know i can wait in a line but i struggle to wait in front of a traffic signal you know 
a lot of us struggle to wait for godly things to happen in and through our lives and i don't know who i'm talking to today i believe some of you are working your way to fulfill god's plans in and through your life but the holy spirit is reminding us again i just want you to wait your time will come your time will come so today can you posture yourself to wait so when the minute we are posturing ourselves to wait it's not like we are just posturing and just waiting and not doing anything in life no we are doing everything that we have to do but when it comes to this godly expectation i am willing to posture myself and wait you know me and uh, tina have been talking a lot in terms of what we would love to do what we would love to see and we've been talking from like 2011 2012 you know we've been we've been having so many dreams and desires to do and we pray about it and a lot of it has just been in the same place for us where it's a posture of waiting a lot of it still is at a posture of waiting time and again we you know we sometimes get into a fight saying no i think you should be doing it now why are you not doing it now because the holy spirit is not in it and i strongly feel today let's quit striving but let's learn to posture ourselves to wait that rise that you're looking for that uh, promotion that you're looking for probably god's got it but he's telling you hey can you position yourself to wait so that it will happen in my time for you because when we posture ourselves to wait it will come through so that god's will and plan and purpose will be accomplished that's what godly expectation is so church today as we are going through the series when heaven meets with earth I strongly want us to take a bold step all of us to say Lord I'll posture myself to wait so that we can see you in and through this because at the end of it if you look over here Simeon was doing everything right he was a man who loved God he kept himself pure he had the spirit of holiness all that was there but he also knew to wait he waited patiently in fact when i was putting these two points point 1 and point 2 it's more like 1a 1b but then i intentionally had put it as point 2 because the second part of this is as important because when we do point 1 when we learn to posture ourselves to wait we'll be able to do the second part which comes is when we have this godly expectation it moves us to step out in boldness it moves us to step out in boldness today when god fulfills that godly expectation in and through our lives we will not be able to do it out of our own strength i can give it to you in writing 100% we will not be able to do it out of our own strength not on our own dependency not on you know we won't be dependent on some things which we have or the things that we've built no our dependency will be entirely on god and it will come to a place where we only will be able to step out in boldness because god is with us and so can we continue on to read luke chapter 2 verse 27 to 32 and it goes on to say prompted by the spirit he came into the temple enclosure and when the parents brought in the child jesus to do for him the custom required by the law simeon took him into his arms and blessed and praised and thanked god and said now lord you are releasing your born servant to leave this world in peace according to your word for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples 
a light for revelation to the Gentiles, to disclose what was previously unknown, and to bring the praise and honor and glory of your people Israel. You need to look into the context. Israel was waiting for their Messiah. Israel was waiting for their Redeemer. And Simeon here, when he's prompted by the Holy Spirit, takes up the baby and he gives thanks. And when he gives thanks, he makes this profound statement in verse 32. He says, a light for revelation to the Gentiles. He establishes the reason why Jesus came. He came for all of mankind. He just didn't come for the Jews. Uh, Simeon knew that he was from Israel, but he said his revelation light was for everyone, to the Gentiles, which is you and me. And so today, this godly expectation that God would birth in and through us, when we learn to wait at a given point, at his appointed time, he will move us to step out in boldness and declare the works of God. He will move us to declare in boldness and do what he's called us to do. He will move us and in boldness require us to tell certain things and we'll see God come through. You know, for Simeon to actually make the statement is such a big thing. A light for revelation to the Gentiles. Other translations go on to say for all mankind. And the reason why I've taken this particular translation is because we all have been redeemed. We are all our Gentiles. A lot of us don't even have the lineage. But because of Jesus coming into this world, because of him being the Redeemer, we are all saved. And so today, I, for those of you who've actually received this godly expectation, probably through a word you've been believing, Probably through his, you know, you've been praying about something and you've been waiting on him. You've learned, you've learned to posture yourself to wait. But can we tune our ears to the spirit so that we'll be able to listen to the time when he says go and in boldness we'll be able to take his step. Not out of timidity, not out of shyness, not out of embarrassment, but out of boldness. I still remember when uh, we had to take this decision to start church and uh, I was hesitating a lot and I remember Tina and me having this conversation and the one thing I said God I told God was God we've been waiting and then there was this appointed time and we had to do it and that day came and I had to take that decision and I strongly sensed when I was praying and asking God God is this the season is this the time that you want and when he gave the go-ahead, I said yes. It had to happen for me to come to this place to listen to him and to wait for his yes. There's been so many instances in our lives where we had to wait for his yes, not for our yes. It's easy for us to, you know, uh, figure out a yes or, you know, say, you know, I think I feel, I think we should. But when we hear his yes, I believe there's nothing that can stand in between what God is destined for us to accomplish. So today when God is calling you to do something, when God's setting godly expectation, when he wants to fulfill his plan in and through you, it's going to break language barriers. It's going to break, uh, you know, uh, state barriers. It's going to break people group. It's going to be involving of everyone in this world. Do not limit yourself to the fact that I think it's only for this particular people group or it's only within this uh, people within the faith. 
I love how Jesus came. He said, I have not come for those who think they are righteous, but for those who know they are sinners. And I many a times, there are a lot of people who, are, who know where they are at and they need hope, who are struggling in those places, who are addicted to certain things and not experiencing the freedom that Jesus gives. He wants us to go into those places to have that godly expectation there and to set them free so that he can do all that he's called us to do in and through you. And so today, what are the dreams that we are chasing that God's actually called us to run after? You know, I love what Paul says to the Galatian church. He goes on to say, Galatians chapter 3, verse 24 to 29. Let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Today, when God's calling you to minister, when God's calling you to share your story, he's going to ask you to share it to people who are of different color, who are of different, uh, you know, strata in society, who are probably going to look entirely different. But do it because God loves them and God wants to save them. You know, I uh, I get to be part of these uh, international conferences, and you know, I uh, the I love because uh, as most of the times I go in as a producer, and the beautiful thing about being a producer is you get to interact with people from different nations closely and uh, you know you get to have three meals breakfast lunch dinner and most of the time we end up in this dining space where we sit intentionally with people who we do not know just to get to hear their story and i remember sitting in um, indonesia jakarta and uh, listening to the story of this one person who had actually started a particular ministry specifically for the handicapped people in her region and look at how god's expectation in her life so she said you know i didn't really have a heart but then god suddenly birthed in me this desire and she started doing it and you know over a period of time her influence grew within this particular group in her own locality and then it moved into the entire city and then like this similarly 10 years back she was you know part of a conference where she got to meet different other people who are doing the same kind of thing in their own different nations and she said you know what this bold step that I took because God had an expectation of me, didn't I didn't even realize that there were so many others around the world who were doing. Just imagine there we are living in a time and age where we are the most connected generation. Every day that goes by, we are the most connected generation. Whatever God is calling you to do today, there are others probably across the world who are doing it. But step out in boldness because God is wanting to save the whole of mankind. God doesn't, you know, just want to save a particular people group. No. When Jesus came down to earth, he came down to fulfill all that was prophesied. But it was when he left, he commissioned his disciples and he said, go and make disciples of all nations. He didn't say of some. He didn't say of, you know, developed nations or developing nations. No. He didn't say first world, second world, third world. No. He said of all nations. And today, I don't know who I'm speaking this, but God's birthed something in your heart. God's been asking you to do something and you've been waiting on it. 
you've been praying on it you've been dis- you know not uh, you've been thinking you know what i don't have what it takes but the holy spirit is reminding that it's he who gives boldness it's he who gave boldness to simeon to stand up and go and prophesy and speak the mission that jesus had come down to the earth to accomplish and so today can we open our eyes so that that godly expectations will set in and when that sets in we'll be able to operate out of boldness into the area into the spaces that god's calling us so that we'll it'll give glory to god and it'll bring everyone that we come across into the saving knowledge of jesus christ so we saw the first thing is it postures us to wait so that god's will will come the second thing we saw that it gives us boldness to step into what god's called us to do to take that step of faith the third thing that we get to see is with godly expectations it extends beyond the human status it extends beyond the human status Luke chapter 2 verse 36 to 38 there was a prophetess Anna the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher she was very old and had lived with her husband for 7 years after her marriage and then as a widow to the age of 84 she did not leave the area of the temple but was serving and worshiping night and day with fasting and prayers she too came up at the very moment and began praising and giving thanks to God and continued to speak of him to all who were looking for the redemption and deliverance of Jerusalem i just love uh, seeing uh, what a short description of anatus it just says it in probably four verses in three verses you know you get to hear an entire life story godly expectation extends beyond the human status today i want to encourage each and everyone who's watching never allow the status of what this world has laid over you to actually diminish what god's expecting you to do today you can be a husband you can be a wife you can be a person who's separated a person who's divorced you can be a single parent you can be a person who's you know uh, a widow you can be a, a grandparent you can be a single person you can be a person who probably was in a relationship but who's you know now in a broken place god's calling you to saying hey do not diminish the expectation that i have of you just because of your human status and the reason why i'm saying this is anna didn't allow that she didn't allow the fact that she was a widow to actually deter her from pursuing and chasing after what god had called her to do it says here she was just married for 7 years and then she was the widow the longest but her biggest ministry you see her biggest impact has been in the status that humans or society had put her in she was a widow but she didn't allow that to actually be the fourth front of anything she did way beyond what god had actually planned for her to do and when she again saw the messiah she was able to come and give glory and thanks two people two people here who never allowed their age to actually hold them back you know i want to i want to get old like this i want to be old and still do what they've been doing i want to be old and still run and do what they've been doing i do not want to allow the status or my age to actually dictate what god's expectation for me is just remember what is life like that if we can live you know with such with such strength and such favor that comes only from god 
today a lot of us are disqualifying ourselves from doing what god's called us to do or even receiving that godly expectation because of the status that we've we we currently are having in this earth because of certain wrong choices or certain things that didn't work out in our lives but god saying hey i have planned every step of the way my plan and will and purpose for your life is far bigger than what you can think do not limit it with your status god will never disqualify you god will never disqualify you if there's one person who will disqualify it's satan because he knows the minute he gets that thought across to you you've done you'll you'll let go of every other plan that god has for you and i'm here to remind you today god will never disqualify what he's planned for you if god's planned to you know get your family together to do work things out to hold your future he's going to do it wait on him he'll give you the strength keep doing keep doing keep pushing through and every battle that you face there's a victory give glory to god we are going to go into a season where we are going to fight battle after battle nothing is going to come easy nothing is going to be served to us because we are fighting a real enemy here we are fighting an enemy who's literally drawn the battle lines every step of the way he's going to be fighting with us never let him disqualify you in this life let jesus be speaking into your life let jesus be speaking over you the reason why i'm saying don't listen to the enemy is because when we listen to the enemy we start looking at things in the worldly way today he disqualifies every relationship that's gone wrong in our life but the minute you see things with godly expectation you'll be quick to forgive you'll be quick to amend things you'll be quick to say sorry you'll be quick to admit your mistake you'll be quick to reconcile you'll work towards unity you will work towards building his kingdom and church today in the midst of all of this godly expectation we are already living with another expectation as christ followers as jesus came down to earth to save us you know he came as a child but when he ro- when he rose up on the third day and when or after 40 days when he met with the disciples when he ascended to heaven he said i'm coming back again and from then on the apostles in acts from then on people have been eagerly waiting century after century for his arrival we also will live with that expectation that he's going to come any time and this expectation of him coming is not to scare us but is for us to have that hope he's going to come he's going to come until then we are called to do whatever he's called us to do let's read revelation chapter 22 verse 10 to 13 it goes on to say in the amplified and he said to me do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book for the time of the fulfillment is near let the ones who do wrong still do wrong and the ones who is filthy vile and impure still be filthy and the one who is righteous just upright still be righteous and the one who is holy still be holy behold i jesus am coming quickly and my reward is with me to give each one according to the merit of his deeds earthly works faithfulness i am the alpha and the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end the eternal one jesus is coming he's coming and he says he's going to you know give each of us according to the merit of our deeds and i am a strong believer of this that 
as long as we are followers of Jesus here, we need to be good stewards of the talent that he's given to us. The more godly expectation we have, the more we start seeing things with God's eyes, we'll start using it. We'll start using everything we can to bring him glory. And so today, as much as we live expecting Jesus to come anytime, any moment, just remember, you know, when the world was aching with the different world wars, with the different plagues, people kept telling, you know, Jesus is going to come. Oh, you know, there are still people here who are, you know, probably going through so much of data and saying, you know, this is the probable time he's going to come. This is the probable time, you know, we'll see him coming. Let's push all that aside. Let's live our lives out. It says here, you know, for those who are impure, they'll continue to be impure. But for those who are righteous, those who are holy, let us continue to be righteous and holy. Let us strive towards that. And let us eagerly wait. But in that eagerly waiting, let us live with godly expectation so that we'll be able to posture ourselves. We'll be able to step out in boldness. And we will not allow human status to discount us. So that we'll be able to give glory to God in everything that we do. We'll be able to say, God, you be glorified, you be honored. So that we'll be able to step into areas where God's calling us to, you know, take his light in. Today, each of us have our own sphere of influence and each of us have to step into it boldly because Jesus has placed us there. Jesus has given that sphere of influence and Jesus has given us a voice. And remember, Jesus does not discount or disqualify us. He in fact strengthens us. He builds us. He establishes us. And so church today, for whoever has been having that doubt, for whoever has been struggling with that thought of, you know, inadequacy. For whoever has been struggling with, you know, what am I doing on this earth? I don't think there's any good use. God has great plans. God wants you to see things through his eyes. That godly expectation he wants to open up. So that we'll be able to listen to his voice and go in the direction that he's calling us to go. Not like Jonah taking another route thinking we are better off in planning our own way. No, that is not the will of God. The will of God is waiting and stepping out in boldness at his appointed time. So church, even as we close today, if heaven has to meet earth, it already came, Jesus came down. But if it has to, if the pockets of this has to be seen in our sphere of influence, in areas where we live, in areas where we are present, we have to have godly expectation. Godly expectation restores Godly uh, expectation rebuilds relationships, rebuilds families, rebuilds and strengthens. Godly expectation brings down Jesus' presence into every situation. And my prayer is that today as we step into this week, that God will go before us and give us that godly expectation. Can we just pray? Our loving Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for coming down to earth, for saving us, Lord Jesus. You are God with us. You are our Redeemer. And I pray that, Lord, even right now, as we heard your word, work in and through us, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the lives of Simeon and Anna. I pray that, Lord, that we'll be so diligent as they were, Lord Jesus. We will not allow life's circumstance to put a pause. May we never put that full stop in our lives, Lord Jesus, wherever we are at. But may it become a comma where we will still strive with the strength that you give to do all that you've called us to do, Lord. May you be glorified and honored. I pray for people who are struggling, Lord Jesus, right now. I pray people who have been discouraged, who have been, Lord, lonely, who have been, Lord, at the brink of literally having a breakdown or a meltdown. 
I pray that you would come down, Lord Jesus. You would strengthen them, Lord. I pray especially for people who've had a hard life to deal with, Lord, and who have disqualified themselves because of their various statuses changing right here on earth. I pray that, Lord, they'll open their eyes and see things your way, Lord Jesus. That God, godly expectation come, Lord Jesus, into their lives so that they'll be able to live out in boldness, that they'll be able to live out in purpose, Lord Jesus, and they'll be able to bring your light into this hurting world, Lord. Give them strength. Give them clarity of thought. I pray as a church, Lord Jesus, we all will be able to do, Lord Jesus. What a joy it would be if all of us are stepping into this place of doing what you've called us to do, Lord. We will see many coming into your kingdom, Lord Jesus. Many who are struggling quietly and who've labeled themselves coming into your kingdom. And I pray you would give us the strength, Lord. Be with us. I pray for protection of our families, especially in this season, as they gather, as they spend time around the dining table, as they, Lord, have conversations that, Lord, your peace would prevail. Your joy would be there in the homes. Your love would be in abundance, Lord Jesus. Bless the food and water of our homes, Lord. Be with us and bless us. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. So church, even as you step into this week, step in boldness, knowing that he is with you. Step knowing that this godly expectation that he has, he wants to see you succeed. He wants to accomplish in and through your life so that his plan for your life will be fulfilled at the end of it. So posture yourselves, wait on him. He'll give you the strength at the right time to step out in boldness and never allow human status to discount or disqualify you for who God's called you to be. Have a blessed week and God bless you. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.